Good afternoon in Kadiana, and welcome to Kane Radio's Chip Shots. I'm Teddy Sliman with you here in the Kane Radio Studios. 367-1240 is our number if you want to give us a call and talk a little golf over the next hour or so. I'll be joined by my colleague, Ralph Buxcar-Bezroy, in a bit. Some beautiful weather for golf. Nice, hot, dry. I like all three of those. Hot, dry. And when it starts to get humid, whew, I know it's been 90 degrees, but there's been a, a slight breeze, and with no humidity, it's tolerable. Anyway, get out there and play some golf. Let's thank our sponsors before we move along too far. Our big title sponsors, let's start out with GolfBalls.com, located right there on Arnold Boulevard, right there in Lafayette. <clears throat> Anything you want in golf, they have for you there. Check out their showroom, soft goods and hard goods as well. You can try out some of their golf club, demonstrator golf clubs, and head into their hitting bay and uh, try out the newest and latest in their equipment. GolfBalls.com, Arnold Boulevard, Lafayette. Then our other title sponsor is Coca-Cola Bottling Company of Lafayette, Mr. Lee Tatford, CEO and director there. We appreciate Lee Tatford and uh, Coca-Cola for sponsoring chip shots as well as high school sports. Of course, we're in a hiatus right now with high school sports and won't crank up again until August with football, high school football, and look forward to that as well. So let's thank our golf clubs. Eagle Ridge, Cane Row, Sugar Oaks, Bellevue, and Atchafalaya. Before we get into uh, talking about the uh, results and showings of our local golf golf, uh, clubs, I have a a sad announcement. Uh, A longtime friend of mine, Mr. Moochie Duga, 92 years old, passed away this past week, and uh, he was... His real name was Charlie Dugas, but we called him Moochie, 92 years old, passed away. He was uh, partners with uh, Luca Barbada at Acadian Hills Country Club in Lafayette, which now is closed. And then after that, he, uh, he ran a driving range on uh, Cali Saloon Road, which was very successful. We had a lot of business. And uh, he's one of the, like, like Doug B. Art said, one of the local legends, uh, Charlie Dugas passing away at age 92. And so now to some happy news. Chaffalaya Golf Course, they've incorporated Thursday Twilight Scrambles, kind of like what Sugar Oaks does with their Wednesday Scrambles. Nine holes, 5.30 shotgun start. The entry fee includes golf, your prize money, and a hamburger supper after play. It's $25 for pass holders and $40 for the public. What a great way to end a a Thursday and uh, begin to... uh, anticipate the weekend with uh, a little nine-hole golf tournament. Call 985-395-4653 if you want to enter into that. Chaffalaya right down the road on Highway 90. Also at a Chaffalaya, the PXG Fitting Day was held this past Saturday, May 13th. Of course, PXG is those expensive clubs that uh, they fit only fit you for and uh, customize them to you. But coming up this week, some of the other uh, golf club club companies will have fitting days as well. Coming this Tuesday, May 18th, Callaway Fitting Day from noon to 5 p.m. And then on Tuesday, May 16th, the day before, no, two week, two days before, TaylorMade will have their fitting day, 2 to 5 p.m. 
for both of these fittings, uh, TaylorMade and Callaway, you uh, you can just show up, hit balls with their demonstrator clubs, and uh, but if you want to get fitted, you need to make an appointment for both of them. Also had a chaffalai coming up <coughs> on May 19th, the Elvin Grove Golf Tournament. It has 60 players entered in it. And then the following day, May 20th, the Chaffalaya Golf Association will have a, a shotgun start with 40 players. Then down at Bellevue, their monthly dog fight has <coughs> rained out last Saturday, but it's going to happen this Saturday. So May 20th, uh, hopefully weather permitting, they'll get in that dog fight. But they did get in this past week and... Uh, the Lady of Cancer Society Golf Tournament, which raises funds for cancer. And it started right there in Lydia. They raised $6,000. So congratulations to, uh, to those who put on this tournament for raising that kind of money for cancer. <coughs> Winning first place with a score of minus 13, Sammy Williams, Eddie Matthews, and Jules Hebert. Finishing second with minus 8 was Ty Burdett. Robbie Darden, and Dwayne Louvier. Third place team, minus five, was Barry Batilia, Gilbert Boudreau, and Brody Boudreau. So nice playing for all those guys, and good job for raising $6,000 to help out the Cancer Society of Lydia. Then down at Eagle Ridge, they're still blooming with their uh, promotion from uh, a few months ago. They started a... Uh, they had a, a marketing firm come in and give them some advice on what to do to increase their play. They came up with three years, $50 per year, $49, with tax that's 177 something, which you, you have to pay up front, of course, but you're a member for three years and has very few restrictions. Uh, the only one that I know of is that you can't tee off on Saturday or Sunday before 1130. So uh, if you're a, a golfer or even a wannabe golfer and just wanting to learn the game, try out Eagle Ridge. You can walk the course as well. <coughs> so uh, at Eagle Ridge, if you're a member <coughs> and you're a member of the uh, Hole-in-One Club, it's $5 a month. You can win some big money, as did Corey Landry and Randy O'Brien, they made hole-in-ones both on hole number 17 almost within, let's see, uh, a month of each other. And both of them won $2,000 from the uh, hole-in-one pool. Of course, it's depleted now, but uh, it'll build up quite quickly again. But congratulations to Dr. Randy O'Brien and Corey Landry winning two grand. I'm sure they had to buy some... Uh, Beer after, the, after their rounds. Then at Eagle Ridge, they're looking for uh, some help outside as a court boy, picking up the range, pulling out the courts, and then also on their maintenance crew. So go see Gary Kidd if you're interested in that. Then at Sugar Oaks, their specials, Monday and Tuesday, 9 or 18 holes is only $22. And their all-day special is on Wednesday, $31. This is the one I like the most. You can play as many holes as you want for only $31. And, of course, Wednesday's the day they have that Twilight Scramble. So you can hook on to that as well. And speaking of that scramble, this past Wednesday, May 10th, 
The winners of the Twilight Scramble was Robert Burton, Keith Domang, Ron Finley, and Eric Lachele. They shot six under par. Then on Friday, they had their shamble where all the players hit the tee shot. You select the best one and then play your own ball from there in. On the front, Glenn Dupuy, Robert Burton, and Olin Granger. <coughs> they all tied. It was individual. They all tied with plus 14. Then went in the back in the 18 was Glenn Dupuy with plus 15 and plus 29 total. Went in the skins, Glenn Dupuy had three, Robert Burton two, and Roger Pisani two. Then on Sunday, they had their shootout, and that's individual where they draw for teams. Sunday, May 14th, Mother's Day. Yes, some of the guys got a chance to slip away and play some golf. Good for them. So went in the front, back, and 18. Ryan Hornsby and Keith Domain, plus 21, plus 28, and plus 29, 49 total. The skins was won by Roger Hornsby, two. Roger Pisani, one. Keith Domain, one. Eric Lachele, one. And Tam Roseman, one. Then that Sugar Oaks recently did that Huey Possum tournament. Of course, dear friends of mine and a lot of people as well, Huey Thibodeau and Ron Possum Giot. <clears throat> so winning first place was the L.J. Mayard along with Bradley Boudreaux and Thomas Biner, minus 963. Tied for second with the 64 was Doug Streety, Seth Tebrow, and Lucky Booty. They tied with David Thibodeau, Justin Thibodeau, and Ross Thibodeau, the big Thibodeau family. Eight under par, 64. Nice tournament. They had a full field. And speaking of full fields, the annual 20, I think it was the 22nd annual 4-H tournament headed up by Blair Aband, Mr. Bert Sestia. They had 22 teams, which is a full uh, amount of players to handle on a golf course at one time. And so tied for first was the team of M.A. Patu, tied with Carol Boudreaux, State Forum. Finishing third, Team Segura Farms. Nice hat. <coughs> and they raised funds also for the 4-H kids. <coughs> Excuse me. Nice job there for those guys. <coughs> then uh, now turning to the uh, Gator Golf Club, which uh, most of their members are members at Sugar Oaks. They have 36 members. They play throughout South Louisiana from Baton Rouge to Lake Charles and up to Alexandria playing some of the nicest golf courses in our area. And uh, they played Southern Oaks recently in Abbeville and uh, finishing first place in the first flight was Mark Ami with a plus nine. And the second flight winning that event, <coughs> that flight, Billy Abair plus nine as well. Their next tournament's going to be played May 20th at the Ireland in Plaquemine at Tamaka Trails. And boy, here it's in great shape. June 25th, the Gator Golf Club will trek down there and tee it up. I'm sure some of them will go spend the night, play a practice round, spend the night, spend a few dollars in the casino, have a good time, and then play the tournament the next day. That's what they like to do. That's why I like, they like those casino golf courses. And coming up this Sunday at Sugar Oaks is the Divorce Scramble. We've been talking about this for quite some time. I think VJ Gospel, when I was working out at Sugar Oaks, started it. But it's a fun event especially for ladies that don't play golf and uh, kind of want to have the camaraderie and uh, fellowship with their, with their husbands or significant others and see what they do when they go out there and play golf. So the ladies just putt 
they cannot hit. The men just hit and cannot putt. So it's a real fun tournament. And that's going to be uh, this coming Sunday, May 21st, out at Sugar Oaks. And Sugar Oaks is also hiring a card attendant. <coughs> um, just like uh, Eagle Ridge, their duties are to pick up the range, pull out the courts, put up the courts, clean them, pick up trash around the golf course. And they have shifts. So weekdays, it's a good job for a kid that's in high school and now that school's about to be out, it's a good job to have during the summer. So weekdays from 2 to close, and then weekends and holidays, two shifts, 6 to noon and noon to close. You go see Mr. Gil Primo out at Sugar Oaks. And moving on over to Cane Row. They've been very, very, very busy lately. They have specials working as well. Veterans have specials on Wednesday. Active or retired, only $25 plus tax. So that's on Wednesdays. Senior rate, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, is $35 plus tax. Then that twilight, whether you're a veteran, a senior, whatever. After 3 p.m., Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, $30 plus tax. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, $35 plus tax. Pretty good rates there, but if you want to be a member, that's a good thing, too, because you get a lot of perks. It's only $142 a month plus tax. 20% off of their soft goods, 10% off of their hard goods. And uh, they got a well-stocked pro shop with Raging Cajun merchandise in there because they're now licensed to uh, sell UL Raging Cajun merchandise, and they stock it fairly well. <coughs> but also, here's my favorite if you remember. You get to book your tea time at least one week in advance. It's a big advantage on busy days during the spring and summer when uh, only the outside players, the uh, public, can only book it one day in advance. So you get to select your favorite tee time before the uh, public does so. They also charge a USGA handicap, according to the Louisiana Golf Association. And then uh, they also waive your dues to the uh, Men's Golf Association. Holding ones were prevalent at Cane Row as well. On March 25th, Asa Tibbs made a hole in one on number eight. And Jay Smith followed the action on March 29th with a hole in one on number 17. Congratulations to those two guys. And recently, Iberia Medical Center had that fundraising tournament. A lot of, <coughs> a lot of participants, a lot of good food out on the golf course. The winners of that event, first gross was Rhett Viator with Land Sales Company. They shot 55. On the net side, Tom Beard Construction shot 53. That's Doug's brother. They and Doug played on that team, so they won uh, first net. Speaking of Doug, he uh, is a director of the Cadiana Pro-Am, and it was played last at Kane Row, and a record number of 170 players teed it up over the course of two days on Wednesday and Thursday. And at plus nine, winning $150 was the team of Shane Abercrombie, Mike Frey, or Fry, Kevin Booty, and Mike Vintiger. Plus nine, $150. And that's redeemableatgolfballs.com. What a great blessing there. You get, you get a, a, a wide choice of merchandise when you go into golfballs.com. So winning second place was our own Ralph Boxcar Bajeron. He led the team of Doug Robichaud, John Trahon, and Neil Dore. They won $100 each at plus eight. Finishing third place, Jay Frederick, Anthony Aldridge, Glenn Pennington, 
in Al Moss, plus seven one sixty dollars. On the individual side, the A player was Danny Deplanis, plus eleven. I think Danny had a sixty-four, sixty-five. Nice score from him. Then winning B player was Sid Champagne, plus eight. Of course, Sid is a a worker uh, in the golf shop there at Cane Row and guy I play a lot of golf with during the week and uh, also on the weekend, Sid Champagne, winning B player. C player was Jimmy Prados, plus 10, and D player, Mike Vantiger, plus 11. The next event's going to be at Eagle Ridge in June, and then Sugar Oaks will round out the schedule for this year in July, and then we'll start the rotation all over again. Lafayette Senior Men's Golf Association, thanks to Mr. Lloyd Lawson Ruley for getting me this information today. It's uh, the results of their April tournaments, and their activities during April, uh, their road tournament, and their club tournament. So the, the second Tuesday of the month is their road tournament, and that was played at Tamaka Trails, Paragon Casino Course. Top finishers were number one, Fairley Painter, finishing second, Myron Rodriguez. And tied for third, Steve Newman and Jay Frederick. And then their club tournament played at Lafayette Muni, or what they call ABAB Municipal now. Front back total. And these were the winners. First place, Brent Castile. <coughs> John Pierce, second. Woody Lamar, third. Brett Collada, fourth. And Jay Frederick, fifth. Thanks, Mr. Lawson Ruley, for getting me this information. And again, you don't have to be a member or a resident of Lafayette to join this association. This is just like the Gator Golf Club or the other golf clubs that uh, have senior or club events where there's members. They have 56 members. You pay $25 dues per year. It includes a crawfish ball in the spring and a Christmas party in December. And then they go play these nice courses and play twice a month. So uh, check that out if you're looking to join a group. Then our Gulf States PGA has two big tournaments coming up. Of course, the Gulf States comprises two states of the United States. Louisiana and Mississippi form the Gulf States section. So in Mississippi, that chapter will, tournament will be June 5th at the Grand Bear Golf Course in Biloxi. Then the Louisiana chapter PGA will have their event June 19th at Oak Wing Golf Course right there in Alexandria. So uh, all the PGA pros will tee it up and we see who's the best for the year 2023. It's raining downtown now. Big shower coming through. On the junior golf scene, one last time look now at the uh, high school, Louisiana High School Golf Championships and their winners. Uh, they had some, a nice event uh, two Mondays ago. So Class 5A at the Forms, the winner was Bird High. Individually, Drew Silman of Zachary won. Class 4A at the Wetlands, St. Louis was the champion. Individual winner, Colin Jones of Westlake. 3A was played at Cane Row. Ascension of Piscopal was a winner there. Individually, and I'm going to have to announce the first and second because these two guys played unbelievable golf. Jay Mandel was minus 12 and Cale Fontenot minus 11. And they won by uh, 15 strokes and 14 strokes respectively. Jay's going to LSU on a scholarship in September, and Cale Fontenot is going to Georgia Tech on a scholarship in uh, September as well. So good luck to those two guys as they uh, leave the uh, 
high school scene and join the college scene very soon. And finally, Class 2A was played at Bayou Bend. ESA won that championship. Individually, Logan Heltz of Christ Episcopal won that tournament. Then down at Cane Row, they had the equivalent of a junior high tournament in that championship uh, this past Wednesday. And so winning the team championship, and these were uh, 82 kids, 7th and 8th graders mostly. 14 teams were represented and uh, winning first place was Ascension Episcopal with a score of 157. Second place, Cathedral, 166. And then ESA, 167 was third. Individually, Ivan Pop of Birchman shot minus five. What a great score for a young kid. He's the son of Chris Pop, who is the infamous teacher out at La Triumph. And then finishing second, Noah Chauvin of Ascension, minus three. And then finishing third, Grant Ballard of Cathedral, minus one. Nice playing by these young boys. Uh, closer to home, Meyer Shop of Catholic High was plus one. And uh, not, not a bad showing. They had a lot of scores close to each other, minus one even, and plus one. So Meyer's one of the uh, players right here that, uh, let me see who that is. I don't think it's box score. Maybe it is. Hello, you on the air with chip shots? No, it's me, Teddy. I'm uh, I'm parked right outside the station. I was trying to wait for the rain to let up a little bit, but uh, I'm here. So whenever you okay, almost I'm I'm almost through. Uh, I'm I'm on the junior stuff, and then I'll do a little college, then get your umbrella yeah. and come on in. Thanks. I'm listening. I'll you. I'll call you back. I'm just waiting for a little break, man. Okay, good deal. All right, so. Uh, Back to completing the junior golf. Uh, tournaments locally that um, my grandson Drew will be playing in. June 1st and 2nd, right there at Cane Row, the Louisiana Junior Golf Tour will be playing. Uh, and then June 12th, is the USGA Junior Qualifier, and that's going to be playing at the Country Club of Louisiana right there in Baton Rouge. Then June 21st through 22nd, another Louisiana Junior Golf Tour event playing at Beauchene in Mandeville. Then rounding out the summer, or rather rounding out the month, June 28th and 29th, our own Gulf States PGA section has a junior championship. It's going to be played at Diamond Head in Mississippi. So good luck to Drew and all the juniors in our area that uh, want to hone that game and will be uh, playing in those tournaments. Then coming up in July is the uh, Louisiana 66th Annual Louisiana Junior Championship. It's going to be played at one of my favorite courses, public course, Beaver Creek right there in Zachary, just north of Baton Rouge. Then I just uh, uh, hinted to with box score that uh, the NCAA regionals is taking place all over the country. And of course, UL and LSU are participating in the Oklahoma Regional, one of six regionals, uh, 81 teams. They take uh, five teams, the top five teams advance, and the one individual who is not on an advancing team and they're playing it at Jimmy Austin Golf Course, which is Oklahoma's home golf course in Norman, Oklahoma. And last I checked, GolfStat, the Internet, um, both LSU and UL were uh, down in the second half of the, of the uh, I think they have 16, 14 teams there, so they're in the second half of the teams. But uh, individually, they, they can both pr produce if they play well because Milan uh, Partiger was even par through, I think, 12 holes. And Eli Artigo uh, of Lafayette and UL 
was minus two. So both of those players, if they can continue to advance and play the way they're playing, they might have a shot individually. But uh, team-wise, it doesn't look promising for, for uh, the Cajuns as well as the Tigers. And speaking of Eli Artigo, he shot 69 at Tamaka Trails recently to make it through the local qualifying for the United States Open. Now, uh, after, after he gets through here, you have a shot to qualify for the Open itself at some regional, and I'm not sure where he's going. I'll have to find that out when he gets back. And then Milan, I was just talking about Milan Potiger from South Africa. He made second team Sunbelt Conference uh, All-American as a freshman. Pretty impressive stuff there. With that, we'll take a break. Hopefully, Boxcar can get into our studios here and give him the mic and let him talk about uh, some of the uh, golf that goes on outside of our local golf. So uh, stay tuned for all that. Hey guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. We have a new player on the field, and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Whew! Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. The GolfBalls.com Retail Center is now open and better than ever. Stop by our newly renovated store to shop the latest in golf balls, clubs, and apparel from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, Callaway, and Under Armour. Check out our new state-of-the-art golf simulator and demo the hottest irons, drivers, and putters. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, GolfBalls.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at GolfBalls.com. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611, 364-7611. Tesh Matters, 10 to 1, on New Iberia's home for the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane, 107.5. And welcome back to Chip Shots. Teddy Slamming with you here in a semi-dry box score. <laughs> yeah. We made it in from the uh, shower we have in downtown here. What, what box score, according to your... Um, prognostication it's supposed to continue to till 10 o'clock tonight right yeah it showed the heavy stuff until it, it, it's pretty weird this line is going to kind of move out for about 30 minutes and then come right back again and uh there's some pretty pretty strong embedded thunderstorms and um the heavy stuff should be over with about 7 30 or so but still prolonged rain till about uh, about 9 30 10 o'clock so yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I'm not quite sure what the situation is of the golf courses, if they wanted rain or not. But they've got it. 
That's um, a good day to have it. Monday, most of them are closed. So. Yeah, well, um, but you know how that goes, man. There's a fine line between just enough and too much, you know, and uh, car path only and oh, 90 yeah, degrees. That, that's you know? not good. And, you know, most of the golf courses can make it rain with their watering system when they want. So uh, A lot of them have some problems with that. Uh, you know, it, it's so expensive these days to operate a golf course, even if you have a, a fully functioning, um, you know, uh, irrigation system, chances are there's a couple leaky sprinkler heads here or there, and uh, it just it's just tough right now to, to repair things. But, but, yeah, some do, some don't. Some depend on Mother Nature. Um, we'll see what happens, but certainly a little unexpected because, like you said, it was, uh, it was so hot earlier when I got in my car. Um, the internal temperature was 108 degrees wow. at 4.40 p.m., and right now it's 79 degrees uh, when I got out of it. So it cooled things off for sure. Wow, absolutely. You know, I mean, um, that's, but that, you know, this is the part of, of the summertime that I hate the most. It rains, and then the ground's wet, and the sun comes out, and it's like a sauna bath when oh, you're trying yeah. to play golf or even do anything outside. Walking, you know, walking yeah. in a park is a chore, right? It was, it was uh, hot to begin. I, I'm literally today still suffering from Saturday. I spent about three hours cutting limbs. I told you, mm-hmm. you know, I, I had a bunch of limbs went down with that storm. What was it? Two weeks ago, a week and a half ago, um, and some big ones, you know, couldn't haul off without cutting them up. So I went by a chainsaw, spent about three hours out there, and didn't realize really how hot it was until it hit me all of a sudden. And, man, it's last night I started, that was Saturday, and last night I started cramping up, and it still continued today with my muscles just, uh, whew, that's not good, you know. So I couldn't even write, I was trying to write some bills this morning with my, you know, and I couldn't even grasp the ink pen. My hand was cramping so bad. Now, it could have been because of the bills. You know, I'm not, <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure, you know. It's not my, my, my favorite thing to do in the world, but um, it was definitely, uh, I yeah, don't know. you got to be careful this time of the year. You know, you get dehydrated real quickly and not even know it. I know. Creep, and creep it, up it, on you, and, you know? and, and it's not even, I mean, but it was hot. It's hotter than nor- normal for this time of the oh, year. No you question. know, question. Uh, 90, I think it was like 95 or something. Um, so, certainly, yeah, that's a good reminder for everybody when you when you play in golf this summer um is uh it's 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 by the time you feel it it's too late honestly if you haven't hydrated ahead of time um you know you you you, you can rehydrate yourself to a certain point but but you got to do it hours yeah, ahead right, of time right, you know yeah. so got to stay on top of the game but anyway uh yeah i heard the reports uh sorry to hear the you know cajuns are Kind of off to a sluggish start, but hopefully, um, you know, those two individuals can keep their um, performance going. And, and you never know. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe things turn around a little bit. But, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it was a tall task. I mean. Um, That's a pretty big stage for those th- last three players. You yeah, know I mean? yeah uh, for sure. Their game wasn't, uh, you know, sufficient enough to play on that level. And, and uh, it was just, you know, like we talked about last week and been talking about since they won the Sunbelt Conference Championship it was a miracle performance by those two players. And, uh, right. you know, like Theodore said, he threw uh, the other person, I don't want to mention his name, but no, threw him to the Lions, you know, yeah. in, in, in the match play, which worked out to their advantage. But anyway, yeah, you're right. We're pulling for the for Eli Artigo and uh, uh, Milan Portiger. 
to uh, at least one of them to advance and represent to UL in the NCAA. That would be nice. And as well as LSU, I hope maybe they have uh, one player. I didn't look at it that closely, but maybe they have one player that uh, or two c- could advance. And how many uh, holes did Eli have left to play? I think he was through 12. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, and they play huh. today, tomorrow, and the next day, you know. So yeah, yeah. It looks like he likes the course. You know, he's comfortable with it. And uh, they were delayed well, till noon today, teeing off because of bad weather. And uh, almost didn't get in a practice round uh, yesterday because of bad weather. So, well, evidently his game's sharp right now. The, you know, to qualify to uh, pass through the uh, sectional qualifying for the U.S. Open, right? As he did, you know, and uh, so he's in good form right now, and that's so important in Absolutely. golf, you know, for sure. Um, so yeah, so so uh, on the national scene, man, what a what a great story yesterday. Um, at the Byron Nelson, and, and uh, you know, it's one of my favorite guys really on the PGA Tour and, and has been for a very, very <laughs> long time. Um, and I really think if it hadn't been for his health problems, specifically the vertigo, that we would have seen a, a couple of, of, you know, more majors out of Jason Day. Um, he certainly has the game, um, but also just a, just a good guy, you know, a, mm-hmm. a fan favorite, friendly with with, with the kids, you know. Just um, I just never forget, you know, and and I don't want to base everything off that, but when when uh, I had left some stuff in the locker room at uh, in New Orleans for him to sign for uh, several players to sign for the um, for the Wounded Warriors tournament, you know, he uh-huh. he was definitely one of the ones that that took the time out to do that, and and uh, uh, him and. Um, um, Ricky Fowler, you know, right. two two really great guys. So so to see him, you know, uh, come through and and what you know traditionally is a, is kind of a birdie fest at some point at the Byron Nelson, but the the last few holes were pretty interesting because you had some weather elements creep in with the rain, mm-hmm. and um, you know he was forced to to lay up on that final hole with a um, uh, quite frankly a shot that isn't his best was a 75 yard wedge shot okay. and when he hit it to a foot i mean it was like uh just incredible and, uh, and he had a one but shot he still lead? had to yeah he's but he still had to sweat it out because if the um uh i forgot who it was behind him it was the um god it was let's the, see who tied for second it was a the kid the uh the young kid i believe if he had made eagle Wu king or no, Austin eckhart yeah it was eckhart if eckhart had made eagle on the last hole he would have tied him and and, and, and eckhart Kim Kim Birdie, but but uh, Eckhart had uh, eagle putt, and uh, it was a lengthy eagle putt, but uh-huh. um, but it came up short, and uh, and and once that happened, you know, Jason Day was watching it in the in the locker room, um, and uh, you know he got to celebrate with his wife and and kids, and he's got another one on the way, so I think that's going to be five now, mm-hmm. um, for. A, pretty young guy you know 35 uh, years old I, yeah you say young I, i'm surprised he was that old you know I, but that's yeah, still relative you know what i'm saying that's kind of like prime age to me you, you should well you, yeah you know. in in uh, human years but in golf years you're on the downside oh uh, yeah maybe i don't 33 know I mean, tiger average. probably played his best golf in his late 30s i think or yeah you know yeah. mid-30s but talking but, about tiger <laughs> no i know i know and and again I'm, I'm giving jason day a pass because of the the physical things that he's had to kind of work through with, uh, I mean, there's no cure for vertigo. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, you know. It, it, no, that's a terrible. You thing. know, and and he, I remember that scary scene when he went down on the last hole of a, um, was it a, it was a major, I believe. Might um, have been. Yeah. One of the rounds of a major, and I mean, he had to lay on the ground, and, and uh, you know, you kind of, 
man, it was just. I think it was that Aaron Hills. You're right. Yeah, yeah. And, and early in his career, he had really bad problems with allergies on the golf course. And, and you know, there's, there's not, a golf course is not a place you want to have allergies, you know. No that question. Because, I mean, there's going to be bl- things blooming all over the place. And, and he, so he's fought those uh, nagging uh, injuries, I'll call and them, you a know. Ba- a back injury as well. Back injury, yeah. yeah you know. But, but uh, hey, man, kudos to him for persevering through it all. Uh, he, you know, there with his, you know, wife Ellie, and and uh, uh, his, his oldest boy looks like he'd be about thirteen, so he must have had his first one pretty young, yeah. Because um, he was, he and he looks just like his dad. I mean, really? he's actually, I think, the same height and maybe even taller than him. I mean, it's amazing how big these kids get these days. Um, but uh, great, great scene, great, um, you know, uh, great, great experience, and and um, you know, Jason Day. Uh, a former world number one, you know, uh, man, that's pretty special that to is special. close with a nine under 62. That's that's winning a golf tournament. That's not letting it, you know, be handed to you. Exactly. Um, you know, he, uh, he he came back and, uh, and and battled. You know, it's uh, five years since he had uh, his last win, and uh, that's that's pretty incredible. Now, you think about, you know, you were 30 when you last won. Yeah, now 35 seems really old, you know. Right. <laughs> but um, – yeah, but no, uh, um, and and I I really had a feeling that he it might be going to playoff kind of, you know when we're talking about his wedge play and I I just looked at the rain coming down and I was like man it's gonna he's gonna have a hard time controlling this ball you know uh, uh, grip could slip on you uh, you don't know how the ball is gonna react on the green but boy he clipped it just perfect and um, and was really really nice yeah but, a- but extra you, special as well because uh, his mother was his driving force yeah. <clears throat> She, um, you know, supported him. Right. Did things for him in his junior junior golf career, and, and then when he became a professional, that led him to that. Well, she lost a battle with cancer, right. so it was fitting that it was Mother's, Mother's Day, Day, Jason yeah. Day. You know, we get the day right. Yeah. <laughs> so well, yeah, good for him again. You know? And and I forgot really how dominant he was in in the mid twenty tens. You know, in 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 a fifteen month period, he had won eight times. Yeah, so including I got to number one. Yeah, including the 2015 PGA Championship. But, but, but last year, he was 175th in the world. So, so now I think, he's, uh, I think he came over to uh, – came all the way up to fifth maybe or a third on the FedEx points. It was a huge jump. He earned $1.71 million for his victory at uh, TPC Craig Ranch. And um, I was really – I guess the biggest surprise for me was, was Scotty Scheffler in the final round, not really – firing you know because um you know when you looked at the at, this was i'm gonna be just be honest this is a pretty pretty weak field mm-hmm. by pga tour standards you know you you had some big names in it but i mean honestly um scheffler was the um was the the class of the field mm-hmm. and he was right there leading and but and, and characteristically for him just had a really you know kind of pedestrian final round and and uh these other guys were we're making birdies, you know, and um, if there's one thing that holds Scotty back sometimes, it's that putting. And he's just – he's a good putter. He, he's really good on par putts, but uh, he misses a lot of birdie putts that are makeable, you know, and, and, and it's kind of – that's really odd. You know, I, I can't remember the last time I saw him miss a five-foot of a par, but I saw him miss several for birdie wow. uh, on Sunday, you know. Yeah. So, uh, hmm. But I'm very happy for Jason Day. It was a great story. And um, and again, um, that's what makes the the PGA Tour so special, you know. And, and um, uh, you know, he had the kind of the opposite thing happening on the uh, 
on the Live Tour, which I find was pretty to, – to me it's funny. I, I guess some people don't think it's all that funny, but um, you probably had your, 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 your marquee finish waiting for you um, when you had Dustin Johnson and, and Cam Smith mm-hmm. going into um, a playoff, but they, they cut away – uh, the CW uh, network that cut away to, to to broadcast Penn and Teller, who are two magicians. It was a pre-taped show. Oh my! So they cut away for that at at six o'clock Eastern time or whatever, five o'clock you know our time. So the, if you were watching on the CW, you didn't get to watch the end of the golf tournament. I mean, it was just it's sur- kind of surreal. You know, why would you do something like well, that? Um, I guess they're going to have to renegotiate that contract. <laughs> oh well, it, they just need to renegotiate a lot of a lot of things about uh, about that tour. You know, it 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 uh, and look, it's starting to get a little bit of a. I'm just you know, I I don't really care. You know, one way or the other, uh, I'm, I don't like it. I don't like, I don't like what it stands for, but it is getting a little bit of traction with the in person crowds when it came to the statesides recently you started seeing you know i'm not saying it was tremendous crowds but it's certainly better than it was when they showed the crowds you know earlier in the in, in the in the live in, inception so i mean what, what but what a way to put a damper on things you know when you're trying to grow your your product and and uh i don't, I don't just don't understand i mean it's not like it's, i could see abc nbc cbs you know you have Hell, I've I've seen them cut away from golf tournaments in the past, you know, on the PGA Tour because sixty minutes had to play on a Sunday. You know, it it is it hasn't happened for a while, but that used to happen pretty pretty regularly. But um, but but not not this one. I mean, it, it just should, it was kind of inexcusable. So anyway, um, uh, but Dustin Johnson did actually prevail um, by beating Cam Smith, and and again, I mean that's. That's probably two of the the only names on that tour that I I, th- I would still you know think them would move the needle perhaps on on the PGA tour. But hey, you know they they they, they made their choice and um, so uh, yeah, we got we got is. the PGA coming up. So that leads me into asking you this question: You know the live players did fairly well at the Masters. Okay, the right. first major of the year. Phil finishing second along with Brooks Kepka. So how do you think they'll fare out with the PGA coming up at Oak Hill in Rochester this week? Yeah, well, I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised to see the same players who played well. Uh, I'm going to, you know, kind of retract what I said earlier that they, you know, not used to playing 72 holes. And I think if you're playing good golf, you're playing good golf. And, and, and these guys have all played enough PGA Tour golf to carry it on for, for 72 holes. So. You know, a guy who's in good form, like you know, like Dustin Johnson, like uh, Cam Smith. Um, uh, you know, I think there'll be factors uh, uh, for sure. Uh, you know, other guy, but the majority of them, you know, really kind of, kind of go into that has been uh, category of golfers. Um, but uh, but again, I would not be surprised to see them be. Wow, that was close. Relevant, yeah. We may not be on the air much longer. <laughs> uh, we're still popping. <laughs> yeah, I know. Literally. It's, wow, that was a big bolt. I, I saw this weather statement come across my phone. I just didn't read it, but it mm-hmm. must be a that one of those really, resurgence of really your, uh, heavy cells. Uh, yeah. Wow. Um, anyway. Um, so you don't think they'll do as well 
No, I think compared to the Masters performance. By no, the no, I, I do. That's what I said. I think the ones who are playing well, you, you know, probably probably will play well again. Uh, I I just don't remember who all. Well, like you know, Patrick Reed, I think was a little bit of an anomaly because he really hasn't played well on the Live Tour. He played well at Augusta. I, I think that course suits him better. I I, I don't know. I mean, Oak Hill. It's a different beast, you know. Um, it's going to mm-hmm. play tough. It's going. Yeah, you I know. think they have it set up kind of like the U.S. Open. So yeah, you're right there. Seventy-four hundred yards is a par seventy. Is a a tall. That's about an eight thousand yard golf course when you're at a par seventy-two. That's mm-hmm. a lot, tall task. And then they've uh, had a, a ruling now, you know, that they uh, the, uh, seven fair. Um, well, on number six, if you go in the seven fairway, you're out of bounds. So you have out of bounds on the golf course now, which is. Mm-hmm. Really kind of unusual for a, a PGA event because how many times do we see guys hit it off the, off the map, you mm-hmm. know, and yet they're still able to make par or, you know, recover somewhat. But, but if and, – and the reason being is they lost a lot of trees um, in recent years, and so guys were purposely aiming down seven fairway to have a better angle into the six green. Mm-hmm. And uh, to, to uh, prohibit that, they, they put in that, that – I'm not sure if you'd call it a local rule, but the PGA Championship has made it out of bounds for the for the championship. So that's going to alter the strategy uh, of a lot of players on that on that hole. And I, I think you know I, I I tell you what, if right now I had to guess a winning score, I would say you know six eight under would be a a good score. I yeah, on a par seventy, know. it's it's difficult to go low. You know, I mean, you go low and. And and it's still a sixty eight or sixty seven. Right, right. Only three you, under par. You, you only know? have two, two par fives, and, yeah. and uh, that's where let's let's face it. That's it's where the they meat. make their yeah. That's where they make their uh, the majority of their birdies at for sure. And and you don't have those you know drivable par three par fours that you see on a lot of you know the golf courses uh, right. these days. So uh, I think it'll be a, a good test of golf. Um, I, Definitely, I, I did read they're gonna. They're going to be facing some weather problems, um, uh, to, you know, which is certainly going to probably make it play even harder and longer. So, um, now, you know, it helps when you get around the greens. It'll be softer, but you still got to get there, you know, and, and so they'll probably be hitting longer clubs in, into the green. But um, I, I have uh, two more players to, to ask you a question sure. about. Jordan Spieth, of course, he uh, dropped out of the Byron Nelson, which is his favorite tournament because that's his home course right there in Dallas with a wrist injury. But uh, he needs this tournament, and he is going to play, by the way. He needs this tournament to complete the career Grand Slam. So how do you think he'll do? And then secondly, which Rory do you think will show up? Because he's <laughs> had a spectacular year, and then he had the Masters, which was a spectacular flop. Yeah, and that's two good questions. Uh, Jordan Spieth, I mean um – who knows? You know, we, we don't know. I mean, a wrist injury is brutal in golf. You know, that, that's something that you could, you could kind of think you're okay now. You know, you gave it a, a couple of weeks off. You maybe did some physical therapy, maybe uh, had some ultrasound treatments or what, what not. And then the first time you, you hit a ball a little fat or catch a bad lie or have to hit out of a divot or something like that, you could – re-injure that wrist in, in a heartbeat mm-hmm. so i would be shocked if he is a factor and is able to complete the career grand, grand slam and it always amazes me because I, I i i really i 
personally, ah, man, it's hard to say because the Masters is probably the the the, the easiest, so to speak. But but of the other tour, I mean, I always consider the PGA kind of a you know the fourth of the majors. Um, you know, and and just because you have a lot of club pros that that are in the in the right. field, twenty of them. Yeah, a lot of guys who you know just because they're PGA Tour members, they're not the elite you know players or in the field, and so you would think that it would be maybe a little easier to win. Now, you know, it is played on different golf courses, so that makes a difference. But then, so is the U.S. Open, so is the the Open Championship. But when you look at some of the great names that needed this to complete the grand slam yeah. and weren't able to do it, you know. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we, we, I think we both know who the, who our favorite one is that, um, that, that never was able to quite uh, get that done. But, um, but I certainly would, I would, I'm rooting for him, you know, yeah, sure. love, love Jordan, but oh, absolutely. I, I don't think he's uh, there now, Rory, man, I, I think he's just, huh. You know, Teddy, I don't know right now if it's mental with Rory or physical. If he, you know, if it's a, you know, he was kind of blaming it on a, on a driver change and, and, and not finding a comfortable driver. But I think he kind of carried the weight of the PGA Tour for so many months, uh, having to, not say having to, but being the spokesperson and kind of trying to defend the tour. <laughs> and, um, you know, I think it, the mental grind just kind of caught up with him at some point. And it started affecting his play on the golf course. And we all know that, you know, the golf is 90% mental, you know, yeah, um, sure. for these guys anyway, not for, not for the average person. But for these guys, they all can hit it good. But it's do you have the confidence that you can do it? And I, I, don't, I just don't think he's going to be a factor again. I really don't. Well, that's, that's, uh, that's two storylines that I'm anxious to, uh, to see pan out because uh, – you know, like you said, I, I love Jordan Spieth, and uh, you know, I, I hated to see his wrist injury because, like you said, that's for a golfer, that's uh, that could be life. You know, that could be career-ending, really. You know, no. if you tweak a, a, a wrist and it, and it keeps flaring back up, it's you cannot you cannot swing with any confidence without fear. You know. Yeah. And I hope that's not the case. And with Rory, I, I, I'm just amazed that uh, you know he he played so poorly at the Masters. Because coming into it, he his game was was primed along with John Rahm and and Scotty Scheffler and yeah. the other top players, you know. So and I think it was even was more <coughs> alarming to me was the fact that he he WD'd after from the um, what, what what tournament Heritage was it? Classic. Heritage Classic, yeah. you know. Because look, I mean, I don't care how much money you have when you're when you know you're going to default a two million dollar payment. Because you WD, all he had to do was show up. It doesn't matter if he sucked or not. You know, he could right. have shot eighty eighty like and, and still made his two million dollars. You know, but um, but the fact that he um, WD I, I just just tells me that he's not in a good mental state right now. Right. You know, and and um, we'll then, s- then we'll to you, to your point about uh, a weaker field. You know, with the twenty PGA club pros just dropping out. You know, because all past PGA. Winners are invited, you know, have, have, have an exemption into the tournament. Martin Kamer dropped out, the 2010 champion. 2016 champion Jason Dufflin dropped out. And 1991 champion John Daly dropped out. Now, none of those guys could possibly have a chance to win the tournament because, you know, they're, they're advanced in age. And, uh, but yet you get an, uh, an inkling as to 
you know, who is competing in this event. So, yeah. you know, to speaking to your point, it's true that this field probably isn't as strong as a U.S. Open field, you know? Oh, I, I, I don't think there's any doubt about it, you know. I, I, and, and again, that's why it just always kind of amazed me that um, it was. And, and, and then, you know, the, you don't have the USGA fooling with their golf course setup, you know, it, right. which they generally can screw up a lot of things with it. Mm-hmm. But yet, you know, the U.S. Open generally produces, not always, but generally produces a pretty special winner. But the PGA has produced a lot of. A lot of surprises oh, over lot the of year. One, yeah, a lot of one and I, done. I, I saw this feature on Sean McKeel of the, the other day, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, I was <laughs> the, the one thing that stood out to me was was how high his pants were. You know, they were they were above his navel. You know, <laughs> I mean, but he had hit one of the greatest clutch shots in, you know, they said maybe top five golf history, which I think was a little you know extreme. Yeah. But uh, under the circumstances, this is a guy that. You know, shouldn't have made the cut, and, and there he is winning the PGA. You know, so I, I think it, it it does set up for some surprises, and I think I think it we'll see that again again this year. But um, no question, well, you know, I was also reading. Uh, we got about two minutes left. Uh, they have a PGA Champions dinner, kind of like they took off the uh, Masters Tuesday night uh, Champions dinner. It started in 1965 by Bobby Nichols, and the only diff or one of the differences their wives are invited. So. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I think. <laughs> it dep- it dep- oh, the wives are happy. It depends whose wives show up, yeah. you know. <laughs> I mean, uh, at the thing, uh, uh, I don't think Tiger will bring uh, oh, e- no. Eleanor, the uh, the girlfriend that, you know, is But da- David Toms had a story that yeah. uh, he, he hired Emeril Lagasse because he, oh, they, come they, on. They, yeah, they, they in charge of the menu yeah. for it. And uh, he had to alter his menu because Tiger is allergic to garlic, which I didn't know. Oh, God. So he had to make a special thing for Tiger when, whenever that was. So he's, a, was. so he's a vampire. We, we <laughs> finally confirmed he is a vampire. Okay. Well, I knew he wasn't human. I just didn't know what species he was. So, all right. Well, Thanks for tuning in. Yep. Thanks for coming, Box Score, Fighting the Rain. We appreciate it. Yep. See you on the flip side. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. The GolfBalls.com Retail Center is now open and better than ever. Stop by our newly renovated store to shop the latest in golf balls, clubs, and apparel from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, Callaway, and Under Armour. Check out our new state-of-the-art golf simulator and demo the hottest irons, drivers, and putters featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear golfballs.com was founded here in acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization located on arnold boulevard next to harbor freight tools and of course online at golfballs.com we have a new player on the field and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice cold coca-cola and the kick ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose he's probably going to pour it here and he does the glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Whew. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. Hey guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. 
Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. 